0: Good morning, everybody. You are on the Public Speaking Experts podcast with special guests Elliot Kay and Jose Ucar. I don't even know if I pronounce that, but I'm rolling with it. We are talking today with clubhouse queen, Lindsay Suzanne Trahan, and we are going to be on a podcast, which is available across all major streaming platforms. And if you want to give a five-star review, why don't you head over there right now, click that little five-star button and leave a little comment because Jose and Elliot will thank you later. Over to Elliot.
2: Yes, we are back, and what an intro I think that's by far my favorite intro. I think what we need to do is the thing what we need to do is take that, layer it with an awesome tune, and you know just without her permission whatsoever take Lindsay and make the voice of our of our podcast. What do you think about that Jose?
1: I love it. I was blown away and I would love to hear it again, Lindsay. That was fantastical, fantastical.
0: It was unscripted and not written down, so it probably won't come out the same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we recorded this, right, Ellie? We recorded this episode. Are exactly. We yeah. Yes, yeah, definitely. Cool. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> this Lindsay, is what we do in the podcast.
2: Lisa. No, I think that was beautiful. I think we should definitely use that, with Lindsay's permission, of course, because I thought it was absolutely yeah. brilliant. And also, I just put Lindsay on the spot just before we pressed the... I said, oh, Lindsay, by the way, could you do an intro like you're kind of doing Clubhouse for the other people? She went, yep, okay. He Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> In fact, I think I think that I'm going to step down, and it can be the public speaking expert with Lindsay and Jose. What do you think?
1: No, I think it should be just the public speaking Lindsay, and then Jose <laughs> and Elliot just supporting. So we're you know we we carry her.
2: Yeah, it's just. Hey. <laughs> I think that's a brilliant idea. There we go. Awesome. So look, Lindsay's been on the podcast. Once already, but she was so good that we thought we'd have her back for the second time. Nothing to do with the glitch that the video didn't actually record. And there is no actual video recording of that. It's nothing to do with that, right, Jose or Lindsay?
1: What? No, no. first time (laughs) I hear about that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Nothing to do. We wanted Lindsay back for a second time. Isn't that right, Jose? Uh,
1: We did. We did want you back, Lindsay, and we are delighted to have you back. And I just want to triple check my audio just to make sure I'm not shouting because, Lindsay, I want you to come back even a third time. So oh. I don't want to shout you away.
2: <laughs> I think so far so good from you, Lindsay. How does he sound? And of yeah, course, we'll our producer.
1: Yeah. Do, I sound, do I sound like very sexy? Do you like do you like
0: no comments, no comments. See, those
2: are very different questions. One how's my volume? The other one, do I sound sexy? You see it's kind of very <laughs> Sorry, it's like that. going, okay. Do you like my dress? <laughs> uh shall I wear a thong? It's a very different question, Jose. I like I like that
1: analogy you see you illustrate things in such such a way that's let's why try. you're a great public speaker so there we go that's well, right.
2: let's, let's get, let's get it
1: <laughs> yeah you put you put that image in my head so now i'm just deleting it <laughs> erase okay cool there we go Brilliant. thank you
2: well welcome to another episode of the public speaking expert podcast and we are here <laughs> week in week out dropping them like they're hot Right. And today we have an amazing guest who's going to reintroduce herself shortly. And we're going to talk about why it's important for speakers to be on all platforms as much as possible and how that helps monetize your speaking. And for those of you who do or don't know, my name is Elliot Kay. And what I do is I work with business owners, entrepreneurs to get them to stand out, be more giraffe, be the go to expert service provider in their space. And I do that through advanced communication tools and techniques which allow them to be seen, be heard as the authority in their space. And who are you? Josie Ucar.
1: You know what, Elliot, before I enter myself, I would love to have a mini giraffe or something. You know, so every time you present yourself, I share the giraffe. That would be the perfect prop. Yeah, but not for you to share it. I mean, show it. I'll show it for you. So I'll, instead of showing my giraffe, I show your giraffe, if that makes sense. <laughs>
2: that doesn't sound right somehow.
1: No, okay. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, people, I'm sorry. I've been naughty and I'm not going to be naughty anymore today. Welcome to the Public Speaking Express podcast one more time. I'm Jose Ucar. I'm a communication and public speaking coach. And I'm super excited because this week I'm launching the Speak to Sell Yourself and Your Business show. So if you're curious about
2: this, woo,
1: yay! So it's not going to be just me speaking. I'm going to be speaking most of the time, of course. I do, I do want attention, please. But I'm also going to be inviting speakers. So I'm super excited about that. That's being launched, as I said, this Friday, 10 a.m. UK time. So every Thursday. Thursday. Did I say Thursday? And then you I said Friday. Friday. Yes. Yeah, I'm thinking about the weekend already, but it's actually (laughs) going to be Thursday, and then you can watch it on a replay on a Friday and even on a Saturday, so (laughs) that's that's me.
2: (laughs) Brilliant, and who's who's our beautiful, lovely, clever, powerful, intelligent, incredible guest? Who is that? that I don't know. Oh, yes, you. It's Lindsay! Woo!
0: Hi everybody, um, my name is Lindsay, you may know me as Lindsay Suzanne or Lindsay Trahan dependent where you may or may not see me on social media um, but I've met these two crazies on Clubhouse and I'm very grateful for it because we've had a lot of fun time haven't we um, and only yeah. a few weeks ago that we did this so I'm excited to dive into a bit more detail and I'm not too sure I've recovered from the last episode. I know right? Um, yeah, I mean, this, let's get this rocking and rolling. Let's kids. do
2: it. Well, for those of you who haven't heard the first episode, How to Monetize Clubhouse, dial back, look for that episode because what Lindsay shared on that was incredible. We were like, do you know what? Let's have a back. Again, nothing to do with a video glitch. And, you know, let's just dive into that brain of Lindsay so we can find out even more. So very quickly, Lindsay, just recap, who are you? What do you do? Tell everybody that may have not heard that episode all about yourself.
0: Well, I do ask myself who I am on a daily basis, but today I am Lindsay. um, Today I'm Lindsay Trahan from Clubhouse. Um, I basically jumped onto Clubhouse as a fitness professional, which I have been for the last 10 years. Previous to that, I was in corporate, um, in investment banking, and then fell into the fitness space, but you have to dive back a few episodes to hear all about that journey. Jumped onto Clubhouse and um, got picked up by several people the way I speak and the way I talk, and they enjoyed me moderating rooms. And before I know it, I now own a business called Clubhouse Like a Pro, which basically helps people like yourselves listening use Clubhouse like a professional to get more clients through the doors or get your profile raised, depending on what it is that you're using it for. And as of Friday, and this is kind of dropping, um, this is dropping news, Yeah, you know? I've not let anybody else know this. Than tell us, people. tell us. Um, Clubhouse have recognised me as one of their top creators so I'm now OMG Wow that deserves the
2: full 36 seconds We have a celebrity in the house Wow, the one and only Lindsay Clubhouse creator all around entrepreneur life innovator Whoa. And everybody's favorite aunt. <laughs> and what? There we go. Sorry, I can hear well, that over the clapping. I, I,
1: was, I was compliment. I was compliment. That I, I was compliment. I was going to compliment that bit by saying that everybody wished they had a body like Lindsay.
2: Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Thank you. So, thank you for completing me. It's okay. I,
1: I will complete you any time.
2: <laughs> Great. That's amazing news, Lindsay. Thank you. That's just, thank you for sharing that here first. So you have been recognized by a wow. clubhouse creator. What does that mean um... for those who don't know? And first of all, like, People might even know about Clubhouse. I mean, does everyone know Clubhouse
0: now? Let me talk about Clubhouse. So Clubhouse kind of came onto our social media scene in April 2020. It was originally only released in the States, and it was for iPhone users only by an invitation invite. That steadily progressed to invites to the UK and Europe alike, and Australia. And then, as of I think it was around May or June time this year, they released it over to Android as well. Now, boo. Yeah, boo, Android who? Um, now they've <laughs> removed um, the invite only. But it's come out of beta stage, so it is actually now just an app that Hello. anybody can get onto. Um, however, it is audio only. It's a drop in, drop out now. Up until, depending when you listen to this episode, currently you can't record conversations or conversations are live stream. But a brand new feature that's coming out in a couple of weeks is that you will be able to record all of the room and be able Ooh. to um, keep that room on your wow. club, and you'll be able to also have that as a file to repurpose. So you could do ah, podcasts like beautiful. this.
2: Well, hey.
0: On Clubhouse without obviously the, the video, unless you've had some kind of setup at home as well. So, it is an app that is um, releasing new features constantly. They are keeping up with demand. They're asking creators like myself, you know, what's going to help us make Clubhouse better? What do you need? What tools and features are you looking for? What makes you jump onto other social media platforms? Um, and I think. After there was a huge sponsored room that myself and Alex did that was sponsored by Dell and Swoop a couple of weeks
2: ago. Oh yeah, I saw that.
0: And so we were kind of picked up from that. And then, um, I was on stage with a new from Clubhouse HQ talking all around tips of moderation. I think she referred my details over to the international partnership team and they dropped me an email and asked for a, a, a Zoom. That's what it's called these days. Um, and yeah, no, and it's just kind of spiraled from there. And then of course they're releasing links which by the time this episode goes out, that will already be a feature and that's going to help you post. Because currently at the moment, you can't put a link in a room. So that means that if you've got a link to your podcast, for example, you'll be able to talk about the podcast episode in your room and direct people straight there by posting a link oh, of episode. So there's
1: beautiful. It's the
0: most, these two, two features are probably the most excited I've ever been for any release on social media. Um, and they, I thought you
2: were going to say excited I've ever been.
0: No, I think I'm wrong. I was a bit
2: worried about Yeah, that.
0: no, I do. So mind you, it's been lockdown, isn't it? Um, <laughs> 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 no, from a social media perspective there, you know, I've been very prominent on Instagram, which I'm pretty sure everybody has heard of, whether or not they use it or not. And, I, I thought Instagram was going to be the only social media platform for me. And then Clubhouse came along and how wrong was I? I. Yeah.
2: Clubhouse. Yeah.
0: So yeah.
2: Well, if it weren't for Clubhouse, we would probably never met
0: no, anyone, because then and
2: I would True. not be doing a podcast or let alone working together. And True. I certainly would not come across so many incredible people. So I think whatever happens with Clubhouse in the future, I'm very grateful.
0: And I think that goes for a lot of people that are using the app, right? You know, even yeah. if it drops tomorrow, the connections I've made have been tenfold what I've made on Instagram in the short period of time. When yeah, right. February. So, yeah, you're 100% right. I think what the app's done for us already can only be grateful for it. And if it, you know, it will stick around. I'm 100% confident about it. But if it didn't, I'm happy that I jumped on it when I did.
2: So, you know, your new friend Anu, could you like... <laughs> Ask them to drive more traffic to our Elliot and Jose show, which is every day at midday. We could really do a little
0: bit of a nudge. <laughs> hey, I'll just know. drop her a call and see what she says. Just say, look, you
2: know, these guys, they work so hard. They've been going since March. They're here every Monday. Don't miss a beat. Just give them a nudge. We just need a little bit, just not, not much, oh, like a drop. few thousand. Very,
1: very gentle nudge. Absolutely. That'd be fantastic.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Thank you. Jose, do you have do you have a question?
1: I have thousands of questions every time you know i speak to Lindsay. by the way Lindsay, i enjoy so much going to your rooms and i think you know this <laughs> and unfortunately i cannot make them all anyway so you said you've been nominated is it nominated a clubhouse you say clubhouse creator
0: uh yeah, they recognize me as one of their top creators so then they they've kind of forged a partnership with me now where we've got um sort of like a feedback street so to speak so they they contact me for feedback and I I've, I've got a connection there with them if there's anything that I want to help um or sorry want promoted or want some help with from their side. So yeah.
1: Okay. So say either Elliot myself or our listeners wanted to get to that point as well. What would have to happen or what would we need to do in order to achieve what you've achieved? Yeah. Which by the way, congratulations again.
0: Thank you. I just want to like maybe point out that I think a lot of people as of any social media always worry about the metrics. They always worry about how big their rooms are and how many followers they have. So to give you an indication I got on the app in February. I've worked reasonably well end of February really when I started actively using it and I have worked really hard to make sure that I am strategically using the app. So I'm in rooms where I can speak and give value. And of course that has mean that meant that my following has gone up. So I've got around six thousand followers. But equally there are people that have got on the app maybe a month or two before me when it was slightly easier to gain that follower traction and they're on' anywhere between twenty and 70,000 followers, and yet they haven't had that connection with Clubhouse that I have. So I want to really point out that it's definitely not about the numbers. Um, I think there's an element of being in the right room at the right time. You know, I, I saw a title that struck me. It was somewhere that I wanted to go um, and it did have um, a new one of the Clubhouse creators in it. And then I, I was confident enough to to put my hands up and speak, which I think is ultimately what you need to be doing in clubhouse rooms. Because if nobody can hear you speak, you're A, relying on, on them to read your bio, but you're not really giving yourself the full opportunity to showcase yourself. And you don't really know who's in the audience. Take Clubhouse HQ out of it. You know, your next boss could be in the audience. Your next paid client could be in the audience waiting for you to speak. And they can have that light bulb moment of, oh, my God, I need to reach out to that person. So for anybody that's using the app at the moment and they're not speaking or using the app and not getting a return on investment, you're not being strategic enough. That's one thing that I've definitely always been and consistent. You know, always turned up when I said I would. Even when I've been poorly, I've made sure that those rooms have run. Um, I've marketed the rooms as best as I could. I've invited other people to the room, and I've allowed other people the space in in my own rooms. It's kind of it's not the Lindsay show, you know. It's all about everybody as as part of a collaborative collection of people and and brains and voices um so yeah i just think it's a case of and this this is the same on every social media platform being adding value being consistent and showing up when you say you will doing what you say you will and if you're delivering being with value that's going to pay off one way or another whether it's financial or the right connections or maybe clubhouse hq contacting
2: you (laughs) Yeah, that's fantastic. And I think, again, like, like with Clubhouse, especially when it came out, a lot of people were treating it like a one-night stand, right? They're like, oh, I'll just jump in, i get loads of followers, I'll make loads of money, and I'll jump out again, right? And I think what's happened over the time, it's evened out. That's kind of gone away. And I think not only is the user wised up, but also people have wised up. For example... You know, and again, it does depend what space you're in. So, you know, we're in a, we're in a transient people kind of want public speaking or they don't want public speaking or they want it for a certain period and they don't. So it's not like we run marketing rooms or how to make money rooms necessarily on certain topics. And I think only, you know, it is about that consistency. And only now am I starting to see the reap of that kind of showing up every day with a lot of relationships we've built. And now people are kind of circling around. Oh yeah, you know. Elliot and Jose, they're the go-to people for public speaking or let me reach out to Elliot. Finally, I'm ready. Or let me reach out to Jose. I don't know on your side, Jose, because obviously I don't see who reaches out to you. But I think that's the thing, right, is to treat it like a long-term relationship, no one-night stand. 100%. Um,
0: I've literally, and that's, just before, sorry to interrupt you, but j- just made me think, before you said that um, and before I jumped onto this call, it must have been about two hours ago, I had a phone call from somebody that connected with me in April on the app so right. where are we now november hasn't been on clubhouse she jumped off because she had other things so she's actually writing a book and she wants a quote from me for the book and no, you know sure. that she managed to find my number somewhere and that just goes to show these connections wouldn't have happened without clubhouse but they might transpire so far down the line it's about timing as with everything
2: yeah so let's let's dive into the topic of today unless Jose, you've got something to add to that
1: I'm good, Elliot. Let's crack on with questions and everything else.
2: Let's do it. That is the it. announcement. So before we crack on, of course, if you want to reach out to myself or Jose or Lindsay, of course, you can do so. Jose doesn't offer virtual coffees anymore He offers deep dive strategic sessions when it comes to public speaking. <laughs> and if you want to talk to me, if you want to dive deeper with me, feel free to reach out. The on the Elliot and Jose show uh, on Instagram. Of course, you can through our bios find ways to do that as so, well. Uh,
1: I love what you said. So if you want to dive deeper with me, so it's going to dive deeper than with Jose, right?
2: No, no. Okay, nice, no, I'm only, yeah. I'm only saying. No, so no, now, no. Just okay, let me graphic. rewind that. Let us see Mr. Picky over here. Here we go, Rick. <laughs> right, so if you do want to connect with me and Jose on equal basis in the same kind of way, then feel free. You know, Jose does deep dive strategic sessions and I do other sessions that might or might not be deep. There so we go. Are you happy?
1: I am happy. When I say that they are also deep, so they are both deep. But yeah, (laughs) you you can go deeper. That's fine.
2: (laughs) We are very deep. (laughs) We are very deep people. So (laughs) back to the topic. Lindsay, TikTok, Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. What am I forgetting?
0: LinkedIn. Why is
2: it LinkedIn? There we go. LinkedIn. Why is it important that speakers have a presence across platform? A, because I, you know, obviously I train a lot of speakers. Above, and they find that draining. Tell me the rationale behind having omnipresence across the board. Tell me, tell me. Yeah, sure. Me. I
0: mean, I think there's rationale of having omnipresence, but I also think you can be tried to be in too many places at once. Um, there's oh, repurposing agreed. content and then there's stretching yourself too thin. And then there's also repeating content everywhere for hoping that someone's going to land that content. Um I do think that you need to be online and you need to allow your audience to listen to you, not just through audio, but also put a face to the to the voice, so to speak, because people connect with mannerisms. People might find that your humor is kind of like, you know, you it doesn't always transpire just through audio, but people want to build a relationship. People are buying from people now. They're not buying from services or from businesses. Um, and they wanna know a little bit more about you. Social media gives people that opportunity to do so dependent what platform that you go on. Now, some public speakers may find that the audio space is better for them, which is why, for example, you're finding that you enjoy podcasts and Clubhouse so much. Other public speakers may find, or maybe you're listening to this and you're not a public speaker, but you may find that turning up on video is your forte. So therefore, TikTok might suit you.
2: Um, oh, yeah. TikTok, baby. Yeah. TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Are you? Are you? Yeah, I'm on TikTok. I got broken. They broke me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, TikTok's one of those spaces where I I use it for a giggle um, and I look at other people's content, but I don't spend any intent time there from a strategy point of view. And I wouldn't recommend anybody goes and looks at my stuff because it's normally just horrendous. But I do know some people, um, I know a photographer, for example, who is trying their luck on Instagram. I say trying their luck. I mean, they were up against it. There's a lot of photographers on Instagram doing a lot of reels, repurposed those reels onto TikTok. Yep, I'm just getting my, my social media platforms right and blew up. And that was just because it was better suited content to TikTok. So. Just because one social media platform might not have your audience or your back doesn't mean that you shouldn't try other social media platforms. The only thing is if you try and be on everything, it's a full-time job. Um, You know, you can't, we call it post and ghost. So you can't just post up a, an image and expect your audience to find you. You need to be proactive and engaging in your audience's content. You need to be engaging in their comments. You need to think about what sort of content you're putting out there when you're putting it, being consistent. So if you're doing it properly, you won't have time to be on, I would say, more than three, really. I find it very difficult to try and be anywhere else with as much consistency as I can do. So, for example, for me, it's LinkedIn, Instagram and Clubhouse.
2: Hmm interesting for me if i think about what's your top three jose because my top three has got to be right now it's got to be a clubhouse obviously because we're there for 90 minutes a day minimum every day and actually now i'm an hour in the morning as well with another show mm. having an affair <gasps> and um i know right uh, but you know i'm having well, an affair I... <laughs> but i'm bringing over the lovers <laughs> you know so ooh, there we go um so has yeah, got to be clubhouse i've uh, got to say tiktok TikTok is is waking up those creative juices in my brains. It's letting me express my humor
0: yeah.
2: where other platforms I don't feel I do because I'm actually quite mm. funny, believe it or not, guys. I'm quite <laughs> a funny guy. Are you
0: trying to yeah, yeah, you're um, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, am. I am. I'm laughing
1: already. Look, yeah, exactly. Just, uh, <laughs>
2: and, and then I think the rest is spread out. I mean, I, obviously, I'm LinkedIn, I'm Instagram, I've got all that. Um, but those. What are your top three, Jose? I gotta say LinkedIn probably.
1: LinkedIn still is for professional corporate work people still find me recently i got approached by a business that delivers training across the globe so my profile is quite strong on linkedin i also have to say that i've dedicated years on it when i used to be the marketing manager in the past i used to you know spend lots of time on linkedin mainly i didn't actually hardly develop any of the other social networks now Most of the conversations kind of, you know, friendly and business like conversations at the same time I'm having on Instagram slash a little bit on Facebook, mainly on Instagram, especially since I started on Clubhouse because of the connection, the link. So the relationships, the following, of course, yeah, has gone up, but the relationships are closer in a way. Yeah. So I would definitely go for those. And now, Elliot, since you mentioned TikTok, I've been speaking to a good friend of mine. She's uh, from Venezuela. She lives in Ireland. And she said to me, look, organically, TikTok can be a very good place. And she's gone by posting regularly and things like that for over six months, I think. She's gone up to 100,000 followers. And that's impacted everything else in her business. So she said, look, it's changed things. So I'm considering, I'm on TikTok, I'm considering actually doing something proactively, at least just to follow Elliot and and find him funny because he is, right?
2: I'm very funny. Thank you. Okay, so... You see, it's interesting because when I work with people and I do sessions, I'm always like, look, find your top two. <clears throat> really focus on that, at least to begin with, because obviously it's overwhelming. And I mean, I, I'm still, on, you know, I release a video week now on YouTube. We've got that strategy going on. We, we, you know, even with this, we release YouTube. We look at the keywords because that's still one of the most effective search engines. And it is about all time. And I'm actually right now, as we speak, testing advertising on TikTok. So I put some oh, right. money behind them, So I want to okay. see how that plays out. And then I'm going to test some more. So I'll keep you posted on that because also a part of me believes in accelerating things, you know, yes, you can do things organically, but sometimes I just want to get to the punch. I just want to, you know, it's a one night stand. I just want to make sure, pow, <laughs> Boom! It's no, I'm joking. Of course not. Um, But yeah, I just want to see how it works because also TikTok is such in its infancy stages still, even though it's a year in a billion users. Um, I, So it, it, it's a good time to get on board and to see how they work at all. So Lindsay, for you, talking about having mass presence what are the advantages why should a speaker let's let's just stick with three so people don't get overwhelmed why should they invest in three platforms from your experience what, what would be the benefit for speakers to do that?
0: Um, I think it allows you to get your point across in different ways so the reason why everyone has different social media platforms is typically they use them differently so we'll take LinkedIn for example Love that point. Um, So we take LinkedIn, for example. I I know it's still a lot of people think it's prominently a corporate zone, actually. um, And I was very guilty of thinking this as well. I stepped away from LinkedIn when I left the corporate space thinking that as a creative, it's not really the place for me. I was so wrong. It's developed so much over the years. Um, The good thing about LinkedIn is that your posts. Stay live for a good like seven days they filter through the algorithm so you will see things a little bit longer and you've got a lot of good um, features on there for example long form content like articles which then will help with your seo if someone's searching for something on google so that's like your content that's going to stick around for forever And also, there's a really good section on LinkedIn for reviews, which is like your testimonials. So actually, LinkedIn almost provides you, if you don't have a a website, so to speak, LinkedIn can kind of cover all of that area for you. And people that are looking to, I would say, invest a fair amount of money with someone do take LinkedIn quite seriously. They do that as a a good judge point as to whether someone is worth working Mm -hmm. with based on who their connections have maybe reviewed, etc. So I would definitely say LinkedIn's a really good place to be, especially if you're in a coaching space or looking for to get into maybe corporate sectors.
2: And well. speaking, it's massive for Yeah, speakers.
0: exactly. And also you can write, If you know, as a speaker, it doesn't mean that you can't write your point of view across as well or, or what it's like as a speaker. It gives you a platform to maybe put some articles across, like blog posting, so to speak. Then you've got other other platforms. So we'll take like TikTok let's not take tiktok let's take it uh, no, no no let's take facebook and instagram. <laughs> i don't know if they're all so different um but like instagram for I'm example joking. has so many different features but not all of your audience will use them in the same way so i know a lot of my clients will use instagram just for reels i actually never look at reels because i'm more of a stories i love stories on instagram i find that It's a really raw way of picking up the phone without actually doing anything professional with the video and just talking your engaged audience, because anyone watching your stories are normally 99.9% of the time following you. So they're already, they already know who you are. They already have a bit of a trust in you and they're just building that connection further. So I think that's a really good way to take people from following you and being engaged to potential customers and clientele. Um, so Stories is a really good way to kind of just build that know, like and trust factor. And then you've got posts and you can also now they do long form video content. They've just changed our Instagram TV to Instagram Play so you can put longer than one minute videos on your feed and that up to an hour so, you could do like a crazy. public speaking masterclass on your That's Instagram right. feed. So, now video is becoming super, super powerful across Instagram as well and LinkedIn too, but it's not, it is a bit, LinkedIn's always been a little bit behind the trends. LinkedIn's got its own kind of standpoint. So, I would say, video, if you're not using video at the moment, you really need to try and break that barrier of entry with it. it doesn't need to be professional there's lots of statistics to prove that raw content that's not um you know been edited and not necessarily with the right light and that sort of thing i'm not talking horrendously poor and grainy but you know this for example just filming me now i've got no box lights on you know this isn't going to be edited could quite easily just go up as something on instagram and do very well as opposed to me paying 500 pounds for someone to do a video of me for the day and then or 400 yeah or 400 hey, Jose
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: So
1: yeah, or yeah, or four hundred, exactly, depending on the budget, right? <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> depending on the budget.
2: It's not because I just, you know, paying I'm gonna pay Jose four hundred pounds for a project. <laughs> Nothing to do with that whatsoever. <laughs>
1: no, not at all, not at all. And not for showing oh, any okay. giraffe or anything. That's a different agreement somewhere else down the line. Oh, okay. I see I, I
0: struck on something there. But yeah, video for me on Instagram is really, really strong. But Instagram's got other um great features, but it doesn't have that long content that you would have on LinkedIn, for example. So like the blog post that I've touched on doesn't give you the opportunity to review and, and get those kind of testimonials. So there's two very different style social medias. And then, of course, you've got Clubhouse, which is audio only, um, and it very much is about engaging the audience at the time. And I think it gives you, again, the, the ability to do something very different. Sorry, my dog's now just started barking throughout this. Um, okay. <laughs> to give you something different. Um, as opposed to Instagram or LinkedIn, where you typically wouldn't go live more than once in a day, but you could do 10 rooms on Clubhouse if you wanted to and actually funnel your clients through that way. And I, I know some big players that do do that. They use no other social media platform but Clubhouse. So, again, that is coming out with new features all the time. And I think you'll be surprised if maybe one they don't end up putting kind of video out at some stage. I don't know. We'll see.
2: Would that not take away from the core? Maybe
0: but I don't know. I just because I they're an audio app. I don't so know. I wonder whether it would be that you can have video and audio together. I don't know that that's coming out, mm. out of my mind.
2: Well, that'd be crazy. Mm. Cool. Zay, you look like you're brewing a question.
1: I'm brewing questions, Elliot Kay. Indeed. So we tend to have loads of people coming to the show. Lindsay. we have people that have are already well positioned, and also people that are getting started. So they want to do speaking, they love speaking, but they still don't know where to start. So imagine, as a, you know, starting from scratch, what would you recommend to these people? What would you suggest they do when it comes to social media? We've spoken about the three. Is there echo? Because I'm sensing echo on my end. No, my end. Okay, cool. Then we're good. So we, we've spoken about the three but what would you really say to them okay because you start with three and even when you're getting started it is a lot and then at the same time starting with three how do you adapt the content to the audience and at that point I know they don't even know who their audience is so what would you recommend to these people getting started I would love to hear your thoughts on
0: this and um, don't start with three <laughs> would be my okay. advice. Start three. <laughs> don't start with three I would just say that like that that's my magic number because I do use three platforms that are all very different. Um, mm-hmm. I would say start with one at the absolute most two. The, the beauty, for example, if you did start with Clubhouse is that it navigates directly to Twitter or Instagram. And so you, you could feed one audience to another very, it's a smooth transition. So the only thing I would say is that the type of content that you're going to be putting on Instagram takes a little bit more thought than, for example, Twitter. Twitter's very much, you can, it's quite quite fast-paced Twitter. So if you're Pretty witty and you're quick and you're up to news and you've got something you can say quickly twitter works really well if you are um into like kind of like instagram and you have got content that you could post i would maybe start by getting a strategy of what your ideal customer would benefit from seeing so you really want to be posting out content that is going to add value um I wouldn't ever just put sales content out. So you could always do value, 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 a little bit of sales, but the more value you put out, the more people will ask about what it is that you do. So if you are going to use something like Facebook or Instagram or um, even TikTok, when you're creating videos, and even Clubhouse, when you're creating rooms, what does your customer need to hear? What are they constantly searching the internet for? What do you know that you can help your customer with that isn't giving away absolutely every single thing that you do in your business, but that is giving them enough to want to go, do you know what? I, I really like Elliot, for example, or Jose, for example. Don't want to look like I'm taking sides. Um, and, and I want to know more from <laughs> them. I, I really get on with them. I like what they put out there. Um, I want to find out more about what it is that they can do. So you do need to maybe get like a content calendar, which can just be a piece of A4 paper to start with before you start on all the um, other apps that you can get. And also think how many times realistically can you show up realistically? at worst rather than at best, because I think what people do is they go, at best I can do five days a week, but at worst they can only do three. So therefore I would say just do three, and if you turn up more, great, but your audience will get um, familiar with how many times a week you are showing up in whatever platform that is. You don't want to let them down. So I would say under-promise, over-deliver rather than over-promise and under-deliver. So make sure that you've got your ideal client in mind, create content that suits your ideal client, that your ideal client will be looking for, and then your ideal client will help, hopefully find your content. But you need to then go searching for your ideal client as well, engaging in their content, engaging in their rooms, um, commenting on their posts. Looking at their articles because then they'll be like, "Oh, I recognise Elliot's comment. Like, what does he do?" Mm. Tap on his profile, and then be like, "Oh my god, that's exactly what I've been looking for!" Like, so it's a two-way street. It's not um, you don't open a brand new shop and expect your customers to come in. You know, you have to go and advertise for them as well. You have to go and find them on the street, etc. And Love post it. about where where the shop is and, and who you're looking for. So it's it's a little bit more work than just opening an account and sticking some posts up and hoping for the best.
1: I have. That's fantastic, Lindsay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know what? I think I've been speaking too much Spanish recently. My Spanglish is out there. Elliot, I've got one more question, which is linked to this quickly. So... How do you would you recommend? What tips do you have when it comes to people adapting their tone depending on the social media platform? Because for me, I actually didn't plan it. I started on LinkedIn very strongly, and then I realized my communication was different on Instagram. And then I have kind of my own style on Clubhouse, as you know. I'm the same person, but adapt. I've adapted accordingly, and also the content that I post, the articles that I do on LinkedIn are not the same. Content I usually post on Instagram and the like. So, how would you adapt the, the the tone for people getting started?
0: sure I mean, it's a good question. I I don't actually change my tone at all on any of my social media platforms. Um, I, I personally just show up exactly as I am. But I think if you do have two different types of clientele within your business, so say you did have a corporate side of your business and then you had a more um, consumer side of your business. So if you had a business to business and a, and a, a B2C as well as part of your business uh, layout which know plenty of people do then you just want to make sure that you're you're leveraging your language to the right audience I wouldn't necessarily change the way you show up you know I wouldn't put a suit on or uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't speak any differently just because I was doing a video on LinkedIn um, I'm very much right someone wants to work with me then they're working with me and I've got enough confidence in in my product and service but I do appreciate that in some um, fields that might not not work quite so well so be mindful of that but ultimately you want to be showing up as your true very classy cheesy classic authentic self i'm very sorry for saying that but you do want to be turning up as your authentic self so i wouldn't change your tonality too much but you know yourself if you do you know across your business if you do have to change your language with certain clients then just be mindful of that when you're speaking on whatever platform it is
2: amazing as always So that kind of is a beautiful way to kind of start wrapping up the show. Are you sad? Yeah. Yeah. But
0: there's always going
2: to be a sad time. Oh. (laughs) Let's see. When you get Uh, your next promotion, we invite you back for
0: your your (laughs) third.
2: That's amazing. Well done. So, Lindsay, as always, how do people reach out? What do they say? How do they connect? What do they need to do? Spill the beans, aye.
0: So I'm um Lindsay Suzanne on Clubhouse, or you can um, also look for Lindsay Trahan I think my handle's slightly different to my name. On uh, LinkedIn, I'm Lindsay Suzanne Trahan and on Instagram I'm Lindsay Suzanne underscore. Um but yeah, pretty much if you it's Lindsay with an L-Y-N-S-E-Y, so spell that right, and you should be on the right path to finding me. Um but yeah, absolutely. Just um either that or head over to uh, Elliot or Jose's social media and I'm normally stalking them. <laughs>
2: No, you're not. You hardly ever come to our rooms.
0: Not to your rooms. You always put it on at a time that's really awkward for me, but I do on, your, on your Instagram, I'm always commenting and sharing.
2: Ah, that is true. That is true. Uh, kudos, kudos, and credit <laughs> where credit's you. Thank you for that. Jose, any final thoughts before we wrap this up?
1: I wanted to say that I'm, I am joining Lindsay's rooms in the morning. So while you're having an affair with someone else, I'm having, well, this is actually, you're having an affair yeah. with Lindsay? <gasps> no, no no not like that hold on, hold on a second well I got my wife is not at home at the moment so I could say yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah I I've, I've been visiting her rooms uh the Alex and Sabrina show now you know that Lindsay's is there every time so I think you know between us you go at nine. And then I follow at 10 and then hopefully we bring more people into the room, our rooms as well. Anyway, to wrap it up, what I wanted to say, Lindsay, it is a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much. Would you mind, apart from sharing where people can find you, have you got anything that you would like to give away today? Any download, any, anything that's available? anything that comes to mind at this point? Um, Yeah,
0: I've got got a couple of things. But if you're you're looking to try and get your ideal client off of somewhere like social media, I would suggest that you create a strong, what we call in business terms, a lead magnet. So a free resource that is suitably useful for your um, ideal customer. And I've got a, a good toolkit to give you some ideas and some software that will help you create those kind of lead generation tools that you will need and you can use across all social media. So if you're interested in anything like that, then just message me on whatever platform with the word
1: toolkit and I'll get that over to you. Yay I'm Jose and I'm done speaking using the clubhouse lingo here.
0: Woo-hoo.
2: Amazing I'm half tempted for you to do the outro but I won't put you on the spot like that. So listen listeners of course listen if you want to book me or Jose we can book us both for any of your speaking gigs just reach out to us we'd love to do it but also here's the thing to remember that whatever you choose to do whatever platform it's about consistency and it's also about Detach from the numbers because if you get obsessed with numbers, I'm telling you it's one way and it's downwards. It's depressing because the numbers will never fulfill you as much as comments, engagement, and as much as being consistent. And then you know what? I get far more fulfillment when people cycle back months later like and say, hey, I've been watching you. I've noticed this and I like how you do this. Let go of numbers. Be consistent. If you can't choose three, choose two, but do them well. That's the most simple. If you choose one, just do it well they started on LinkedIn, grew out from there. Lindsay started on a platform, grew out from there. Just choose one, be consistent, give it a year before you decide that it is or isn't working for you, and then move forward. Till the next time, make sure that you not only speak your greatness, but you
1: are a great speaker as well.
2: There we go. See you later next time.
1: <laughs> Been listening to the Public Speaking Experts Podcast with Elliot Kay and Jose Ucar. Follow us on Instagram and join us next week for even more. Remember to always speak your greatness. Subscribe, rate, and comment. <laughs>